fiery horse with a speed of light, a clot of dust, and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. As faithful Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, Silver. Let's go, big fellow. I'll Silver. Foreign spies learned that the United States government planned to make photographs and topographical surveys of the defenses on the Pacific coast. The photographer, Joshua Biddle, and his daughter, Flo, were westward bound when they stopped at a tavern. Jose and Juanita Gonzalez, who owned the tavern, were spies of another government. They saw a chance to gather important facts by posing as Biddle and his daughter. With this in mind, they stole the photographer's credentials and camera equipment and set out for California in his place, after setting up a plot whereby Biddle and Flo would be massacred by Indians. The Lone Ranger brought troopers to the rescue. It was the morning after the fruitless Indian attack when the masked man and Tonto returned to the tavern that Jose and Juanita had abandoned. Oh, Big red wagon's still here. Yes, Tonto. Easy, Silver. Biddle promised to remain here until we returned. Indians steal plenty from wagon. Last night before soldiers come. That's what Biddle said, but it's not true. Indians not steal cameras? No, Toto. Colonel Nelson was in personal command when the soldiers rounded up those Indians. He would have found the cameras if the Indians had stolen them. Look over there, Toto. A strange horse. Biddle has a visitor. Ah. Someone who rides an army horse. Stand where you are and don't make a play for a gun. Just kick that door closed with your heel. Who are you? Name is Broderick. He's a Marine. In plain clothes. Not by choice. Take off that mask. 
I want to look at your face while you explain your connection with this old four-flusher. I'm not a four-flusher. You're worse. You're an imposter. The mask, mister. For the last time, are you going to take off that mask? No. And what are you going to do about it, Broderick? Why, you... Shoot me? Or, uh... Will you come close enough to take it off yourself? Oh, please. Please don't fight. You're both on the same side. We're all on the same side. My father can't show you his credentials because they were stolen. They were taken from his wagon sometime last night. And so were his cameras. Those Indians who went through the wagon last night might have stolen a lot of things, but they'd have no interest in credentials and cameras. Well, then they must have been stolen by someone else. Possibly by the people who disappeared. That's right, Broderick. That critter named Gonzalez and his sister. They lit out of here sometime last night, after me and my daughter went to sleep. Speaking of imposters, Broderick, how about yourself? What? The Marine named Broderick took on ten men in a fist fight in Mexico City. Another time, he took the town of San Mateo single-handed. Now, if you are really Broderick, you wouldn't be afraid to step close enough to take away my mask and guns. That does it. I'm taking that mask, and I'm hoping you try to resist. Right, but... <laughs> Why, you, you asked for resistance. Look out! Not that! You! Pick up his gun, Toto. Oh, no, you it. got me fighting mad. Oh, that found its mark, and here's another one. Please, please stop that one for your stomach, another to your chin. Please help. No, keep out of it, Toto. Why don't you go down? Not until this. There goes the table. What did you hit me with? Get up, Broderick. Go on, pull your six guns. This is your chance to use them. You started with your hands. Let's finish it that way. No man could hit as hard as that with a naked fist. You're holding a hunk of iron or something. I see for yourself. My hands are empty. Uh, hold on. You're wearing a ring. Yes. There's a cylinder mounted on that ring. <laughs> That's right. I turned it around so I wouldn't break this cylinder off on your jaw. Where did you get that ring? Why? Because I have one just like it. See this? Mine came direct from Washington. I was told that Joshua Biddle could explain its purpose. But I can't, doggone it. I don't know a blessed thing about that ring. Well, maybe you are all right. Me? No, your mask friend. Sakes alive, of course he's all right. He's the Lone Ranger. What? He is. Well, if that don't be... <laughs> I'd question that statement if I hadn't stopped his fist with my chin. Why didn't you tell me who you were? Because, Broderick, before we had our... <laughs> Our discussion, you would have called me an imposter, as you did Joshua Biddle. I'm in plain clothes because of a special assignment. I'm supposed to protect Joshua Biddle from foreign spies. When this old coot couldn't identify himself, I Isn't thought... it quite likely that Jose Gonzalez and his sister are the spies? Yeah. Seems obvious that they stole his credentials and his cameras. Perhaps they plotted the Indian attack last night. I'll bet that's it. I'll bet you hit the nail right on the head. Now, Broderick... About these rings you and I are wearing. Biddle should be able to explain them. Well, I can't. I was to meet you, Biddle, and give you one of the rings. Here it is. Oh. You'll find that this cylinder is actually a small but powerful microscope. Mm -hmm. The photographs you're to make of the Pacific defenses are to be put on film too small to be seen by the naked eye. They're to be made to fit into a small slide in the end of this ring and viewed through the cylinder. Those are orders. Get that orders. But my camera's in the film. I can't do a doggone thing without them, and they're stolen. And by this time, the two who stole them are well on their way to the Pacific coast. Great Scott, that's right. They have Biddle's credentials. 
They'll be in a position to steal some of the most carefully guarded secrets of our Pacific defense. We've got to get busy. Jose and Nita Gonzalez, the foreign spies, were in their light wagon heading west to reach the Pacific coast as quickly as possible. They didn't know that their plans had partially failed and that Joshua Biddle and his daughter were alive. Jose had changed his appearance and added years to his age by the clever use of disguise. Remember, guard your speech, Jose. You are to be an American named Joshua Biddle, and I am identified in these documents as your daughter, Flo. I would like to know for sure that Biddle and his daughter have been massacred. I wish we knew for sure that our tavern had been burned down and that the charred remains of those two had been identified as Jose Gonzalez and his sister. Juan and Ricardo are to join us at the coast. Perhaps they will bring word to us. Get up. I suppose we must be content to wait. What about that picture-making machine, Jose? It is somewhat different than other cameras I have used, but the principal operation is the same. I shall make plenty of pictures. And then, when we have finished the assignment, we shall return home by the first ship. Tell me, when do you think we shall reach San Francisco? Get up. Tomorrow morning. Good. There, we will go to a hotel for a real breakfast. Then we go down the coast a few miles to the station to report to Captain Arnold. That night found the Lone Ranger and Tonto, as well as Broderick the Marine, camped with Joshua Biddle and his daughter beside the big red wagon. They had started out for the Pacific coast, despite the fact that Biddle had no camera. They had traveled as fast as possible. Tonto and Flo shared the task of preparing an evening meal, while the others examined a map. Right here is a stream we crossed a few miles back. So this is where we are, huh? Just about. Hey, Thunder, we've covered a lot of ground since starting out. You set a fast pace. But not fast enough to overtake Jose and his sister. It'll be a fine kettle of fish if those two get into Captain Arnold's post and take a lot of pictures. If they did steal my credentials so that they could take my place and make pictures, they'll be downright surprised when I turn up living and kicking. I hope you can prove they're imposters. You're satisfied about Biddle, aren't you, Broderick? Yeah, but I was mighty suspicious at first. Then you can identify Biddle and his daughter. A pack of good that'll do. My word will carry no weight. Oh? Why not? Listen, mister, you don't see me wearing a uniform, do you? No. Plain clothes, that's what I'm wearing. Plain clothes because I'm doing counter-spy work. These are the clothes I wore all through Mexico. I didn't dare carry proof of my identity. Mexico, I couldn't risk being caught and exposed as a United States Marine. I had no identification there, and I have none now. Supper's ready. Let's eat. The following morning found Jose, disguised as Joshua Biddle, reading a San Francisco newspaper as he sat in a restaurant with his sister. The two had just completed a satisfying breakfast at the end of their overland journey. The army post in the hills had telegraphed an official report of the Indian attack. There was a small account on an inside page of the newspaper. It caught and held Jose's attention. Oh, caramba. Jose. Our tavern in the hills did not burn down. It did not? Uh, the army came in time to overpower the Indians. But the photographer, his daughter... Both have survived. Oh, we are exposed. Who is to expose us? We have the credentials. We have the documents. We have the proof of our identity. We shall insist that Beadle and his daughter are the ones who are imposters. You leave it to me. I shall prepare a story to tell Captain Arnold. Now finish your coffee. We must see him as soon as possible. 
A control point for defenses all along the Pacific coast was located a few miles south of San Francisco. It was noon when the foreign spies, Jose and Nita Gonzalez, disguised as Joshua Biddle and his daughter, reached the headquarters and presented the stolen credentials to Captain Arnold. Mm-hmm. These documents appear to be in order. Just one thing. You speak with a slightly foreign accent. Well, my mother was Spanish. I lived in Mexico until long after my daughter was born. She spent many years there. That I is see. right. If you have any doubt about us, why do you not communicate with your superiors? Tell them you will not accept our credentials. No, no, I was just curious, that's all. Uh, I trust, sir, you have been advised of our assignment. Yes, I've been expecting you. You're to make photographs, is that it? Yes, and I wish I had never taken this assignment. For two cents, I would leave immediately. Now, Mr. Biddle, just because I asked It has been questions... nothing but trouble. We were promised protection, which we did not have. On the overland trip, we were robbed by enemy spies. Spies? We lost our wagon and much of our equipment. We were lucky to escape with our lives. Yes. The spies must have learned about our mission. Probably a leak in Washington. Tell me more. My daughter and I were traveling in a big red wagon, one that I secured from a circus and adapted to my needs. At sunset, we camped near a small stream. Then another couple in a small light wagon drove up and asked if they might share the campsite. Mm -hmm. Oh, we shared our fire with them. After supper, my daughter and I took a couple of cameras and went... Oh, half a mile from the camp to a hilltop, where we hoped to experiment with pictures of the rising moon. That is right. But while we were gone, those crooks made off with our wagon and all it contained. They left their wagon in its place. I see. But how can you be sure those two were spies? Oh, I cannot be sure, but it looks very suspicious. You tried to find the stolen wagon? Oh, yes, but we could not waste too much time. We came on here in the wagon those others left. Has anyone been here before us, Captain? Uh, Using our name of Beadle. No. But I'll issue orders for the scouts to be on watch for your wagon. It is big and red. And my name, Joshua Biddle, is painted on the side. We'll be on the watch. And if those thieves come here, I'll handle the matter personally. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. to continue our story. Gloating over the success of his lies, Jose Gonzalez proceeded to photograph the secrets of the coast defenses. Meanwhile, Captain Arnold passed the word to be on the lookout for the red wagon. It was mid-afternoon when one of the scouts rode in fast and dismounted at the captain's office. Come, oh, who goes there? Escape the formality, Joe. You know me. 
Is the captain inside? Who goes there? Just tell him Hawks is here. I spotted a big red wagon heading this way. What's that? Captain Arnold, Hawks refuses Quiet. to... Quiet. Be... Hawks, what'd you say about a red wagon? It's heading here from the west. I put my glass on her and saw an old gent and a girl on the seat. You did? I couldn't see all of the side, but I think that name's painted there. And Captain, three horsemen traveling alongside. Three horsemen? A civilian, an Indian... A guide, no doubt. Who's the third horseman? A man who wears a mask. Great Caesar's ghost. Hawks... Order my horse saddled. Yes, sir. Lieutenant, pick a squad of four men to accompany us. Yes, sir. We'll ride out to meet that wagon. If those are spies and we capture them, it'll mean promotion. The Lone Ranger and Broderick rode ahead of Joshua Biddle's wagon, and Tonto rode alongside. They were just a couple of miles from the army post when the masked man saw a group of horsemen approaching. They seem to be in uniform, but I can't be sure. Hard to see them clear with the sun behind their backs. Heading directly toward us. Riding hard. You call a halt and wait for them. A pull up! Hosel, oh, 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 oh. Hey, who are them criminals riding this way? Can't tell yet, Biddle. Come on, Silver. Well, we're nearly at the post, aren't we? Yes. We saved a couple of hours by not going through San Francisco. So they are. Oh, soldiers. An officer's leading them. I've seen so doggone many soldiers lately. I'd like to rest my eyes on marine blues. Stay right where you are. Don't move. Listen to him. He's a captain. Oh, oh, oh. Cover these people. Yes, sir. Now, you, all of you, dismount. Uh, hold on, Captain. Dismount. Right. You two, get down from that wagon. What's your authority for that command? I'm Captain Arnold. You are? Just the man that we want to see. Let me down from this wagon. <laughs> Captain, this is Joshua Biddle. That's a lie. But Captain, Now I... look here, it's not a lie. This is Joshua Biddle. He's on a special assignment by order of headquarters in Washington. Is he indeed? In that case, Biddle, you'll have proof of your identity and credentials from Washington. I'll examine them. Well, I did have them, Captain, but they were stolen. Just what I expected you to say. It's true. I'll vouch for it. You. And who are you? Broderick, United States Marines. A Marine? In those clothes? <laughs> You expect me to believe that? Marines are proud of their uniforms. They wear them at all times. You think I like these civvies? I've been on counter-spy work. I was ordered into plain clothes. And I suppose you, too, were the victim of thieves who stole your credentials. No, spies don't carry identification. My card's with my uniform at the San Diego base. You're all imposters. We are not. The real Joshua Biddle told me all about you. You and that girl stole his wagon. What? You'd have stolen his cameras as well if he hadn't had them with him to take moonlight pictures. Uh, Captain, listen to me. Joshua Biddle and his daughter reached the post at noon. They identified themselves to my complete satisfaction and presented authorization from Washington to make pictures of our defenses. Why, they're busy at this very moment. But they are the imposters. They stole those documents from this man. They stole his cameras. They went beyond that. They plotted an Indian attack in the hope that Biddle would be killed. They couldn't come here to expose them. They had the credentials. You have nothing but an unproved story. Am I to take the word of a masked man? You can take the word of that masked man. He's the Lone Ranger. What? Oh, 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 no more, please. That old goat claims to be Joshua Biddle, the country's foremost photographer. Old goat? You claim to be a Marine named Broderick, and now you try to tell me that this masked man is the Lone Ranger. He is. I've heard stories about the Lone Ranger. Just as I've heard stories about Robin Hood and other legendary characters. But they're just stories. Those people never existed. There is no Lone Ranger. Well, of all... Captain the... Arnold, 
Captain Arnold, the solution is quite simple. Yes, indeed it is. You're under arrest. Take us to your post and let us face the man who claims to be Joshua Biddle. He's not to be disturbed. Not to be disturbed? Even though he may be a spy who's stealing some of our greatest secrets? He had credentials. Confound those credentials. That man is a... He's to go on with his work unhampered. I shall hold you all in custody. Meanwhile, I'll send word to Washington and ask for instructions. And meanwhile, Jose Gonzalez and his sister will escape. Who? Those foreign spies. Lieutenant, sir, place these people under arrest. Unmask that man and disarm them. Yes, sir. Come on, men, take off. As the soldiers dismounted, the Lone Ranger pressed his knee against the side of Silver and guided the horse closer to Broderick and Toto. Hey, Captain, don't listen to any suggestions, Broderick. We've got to take action. Name it. When they come to disarm us, wait in. Wait in? Yes, with both hands. Keep them busy to give me a chance to take Captain Arnold away from here for a private conference. Oh, man. There'll be no more whispering. Come on, men, the captain said disarm them. I'll take the Indian. Oh, I hope you men know better than to resist the United States Army. Well, perhaps we do. On the other hand, maybe we won't take it, soldier. Oh, they want to fight. They've got it. Stop our fire. I'll take that gun. Why, you... Roderick and the Lone Ranger took the soldiers by surprise. Tuttle joined the fight, and even Joshua Biddle did his clumsy best. Captain Arnold drew his gun, but it was jerked from his hand by the Lone Ranger before he could bring it to bear. After that, there was no opportunity for gunplay in the hand-to-hand fighting. Fox brought his fist around in a wild sledgehammer swing. Roderick ducked. The scout's fist whipped over the head of the Marine and landed flush on Captain Arnold's jaw. I was wondering how to handle the captain. You solved my problem by knocking him out. The Lone Ranger grabbed the unconscious captain and dragged him away from the tangle of fighting men to the side of Silver. You stay here! The Lone Ranger picked up the captain bodily and tossed him across the back of Silver, then mounted. Easy, easy now, Big Philip. I've got him, Broderick. Monsilver! With the Lone Ranger gone, the soldiers quickly overpowered Broderick and Toto and Joshua Biddle. Hang on to him, men. Hang on to him till we tie them. Let go. Let me go, Dad Rannis. Let me get my arms free. It's all right, Biddle. Let him take us prisoners. The Lone Ranger got what he was after. He's making off with Captain Arnold. At the post, Flo was held captive in the custody of one of the officer's wives, while Tonto, Biddle, and Broderick were taken to the guardhouse. It was several hours later, and the prisoners were still wondering about the plan of the Lone Ranger. Not even Tonto can figure out what he had in mind in making off with Captain Arnold. Not right. Me not know. Me captured by soldiers. Held in an army guardhouse. If my buddies in San Diego ever hear this... Uh, Broderick, look! Here comes that lieutenant. And look what's with him. Who's that old goat? Don't say that. He looks like me. And hey, that girl with him. She's the Gonzalez girl. And that must be Jose, and he's got my camera. Hey, you scheming, double-dealing, plotting polecat. Come here, you thieving critter. That's my camera. All right, take it easy, mister. Let me out of here. Let me out, I tell you. Them two are the crooks. They're the imposters. They're the thieves. That is the man who robbed me. You identify him, Biddle? Of course. And I, too, identify him. He was with a girl when he came to our camp and stole our wagon. You heard that, didn't you? Yes, sir. Is that all the identification you need? Yes. Oh, don't believe him. Don't believe a word he tells you. Look him over close. You'll find that his hair is whitewashed or something. You'll find that them whiskers are false. Oh, no. The lieutenant knows better than to subject me to such indignity. 
Are we free to go now, Lieutenant? Uh, yes, I guess so, if you have all the photographs you need. No, no, don't let him go. Don't let him go. I'll talk to you later. Oh. You're all likely to find yourselves facing a firing squad if Captain Arnold isn't found by the searching party. Uh, Lieutenant, I know it's asking a lot of a soldier, but uh, can't you be smart for once in your life? All right, that'll do it, Broderick. Whatever your name is. <laughs> a Marine, huh? Well, you weren't so hard to handle. Listen, Junior, don't get the buckle-brained idea that you and your friends handled me. I pulled my punches, see? I pulled my punches because I didn't want to make the Army four or five men short-handed. We will take the wagon, Lieutenant, and be on our way. Very well, Mr. Biddle. Mr. Biddle, calls him... Lieutenant, oh. don't let him go. Oh, I should let you out and put them in the guardhouse in your place, huh? Put that man in here for two minutes, that's all I ask. Just two minutes. I'll get the truth out of him. I'll tell the men in Washington about your courtesy, Lieutenant. In fact, I will recommend you for a captaincy. Don't listen to him. He's polishing apples. I'll see you at the gate, Mr. Bill. Um, me here, horse. Hey, so do I. Sound like silver. Silver? We will go. No, you don't talk. Let me go. Let me go. Do you hear? Lieutenant. Stop. Lieutenant, that madman, he has my father by the neck. Let go. Do you hear? Let go. Get your arm back behind us, bar. This coot's staying here. Stop it. You hear that, but Lieutenant? That's the masked man coming back. Masked man? There he is. There he is, and Captain Arnold's riding with him. A number of soldiers rushed up when they saw their captain returning with a masked rider on the white horse. Jose and Lita struggled frantically to escape. This is an indignity. Washington shall hear of this. I demand that I be released at once. Lieutenant, hang on to that man and the girl. I'm satisfied that they're impossible. Your That's what over. I've been trying to tell you. But Captain, that masked man had captured he you. He held me prisoner while he telegraphed a high official in Washington. And the reply was most enlightening. Regardless of identification papers, the real Joshua Biddle wears a ring on which is mounted a small cylinder. Here it is. Here's the ring you're talking about. Now, that cylinder is actually a small microscope. Biddle... You received instructions with that ring. What were they? I was told to make the photograph small enough to fit inside this ring. Those are the instructions I gave him. And here's another ring just like it. Yes. Now, if you have any doubt about me being a Marine named Broderick... No, no, I have no doubts. Unlock that door, Lieutenant. Let these men out. Yes, sir. There were three of these rings. The third is worn by the Lone Ranger. Yes, I know. He showed it to me after I'd read the telegram from Washington. Yeah, the door's open. Come on out. Captain Arnold, sir, what about that masked man? He abducted you, he carried you Lieutenant, away. Lieutenant, his actions were highly irregular, but they did bring about the desired results. But speaking of irregularities, someone knocked me out. <laughs> Roderick, if I thought it was you... Not me, Cappy. If you'd stopped the fist of a Marine, you'd still be out. Well, someone in plain clothes... Uh, Captain, Captain, will there be charges against that masked man? No, Hawks. The charges will be placed against Jose Gonzalez and his sister. Put him in jail and hold him there. And as for the mask man, he is the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of The Lone Ranger Incorporated, created and produced by George W. Trendle and directed by Charles D. Livingston. Tonight's story was written by Fran Stryker. The part of The Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Brace Beamer.